You're trying to like re-record over something? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to. War Podcast episode 31, go. Think about our listeners. Okay, let's think about if this is the first podcast you're listening to because you subscribe because you heard Will Blanton on the last podcast, who's and, like one of the and, best game developers and, I've ever met. Ever. And, and you hear Velociraptors, I would totally oh, keep listening. Oh, I'm shit, is this a Jurassic Park fan cast? Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, in. No, this is the Richmond Utilities podcast. Oh my Life God. somehow finds a way in Richmond. So, Dan. Hi, Dan. Hi, Mason. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Mason. Hi, you. Hi, Dan. God damn it, Alex. Alex. No you one won. So right. Before just we started recording, Dan was, Dan was telling me that I tend to uh, oscillate around the microphone, which I won't do today, and I tend to point at people and say, you. you yeah. So you my yes, note you. to us as a podcast is that there's episode 29 or 28 where it opens and we spend the first five minutes all talking over each other. Oh, yeah. Yes. We do that a lot. We do. So fuck that shit. We so, didn't do it last podcast. Because I was in the, the presence of Will raise Blanton. our hands or just speak louder than everyone uh, else? I would like to have a formal entry system. So I'm going to have a pile in the center of the room now. And you're going to write your question on the paper. And I will say, uh, Dylan, you may speak. So Dylan has written on the sheet of paper. Uh, Dylan, say your bit. Wiggity wong, wiggity wong, woo. <laughs> no, you're reading it backwards. Let's turn it upside down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. All right, Dan Cotting, experience designer. Uh, first year, the VCU Brand Center. How's it going? It's going well. Uh, this sounds really formal, and I don't like. It. <laughs> <laughs> what did what did what did you write? I'm on? Not this friendly. What did um, you, you write? No, 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 the, the, no, 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 no. This is why we can't give you anything. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. Right? Right, hey, so I was Dylan, the one who wrote it. Yeah, hey, Dylan. Hey, Dylan is a graduating VCU computer science business extraordinaire. Uh, and also, I'm so excited. I, I'm only saying that because. I want it to be very clear that Dylan is a business major. We are all advertising majors in graduate program. Dylan's dressed up. I'm in gym shorts and a t-shirt. You, you have your t-shirt. uni on. I have my, yeah. Not even your uni, your WPI uni that you Fuck won. Yeah, man. Uni? What's a uni? A uh, unisuit. A unitard. Oh. Uh, it's what you wear For when a... you want to have a wedgie when you jump up in the air. Yeah, when you want to have... It's like a rowing uniform, yeah. but it's just tight. Is it comfortable? No. No. I, I like them for the bottoms. I don't are you like the bits. Running? Huh? Uh, I wear them running, rowing. I run them just because I always wear spandex. They, they're yeah. not, you know, keeps everything. <laughs> they accentuate the wrong. Yeah. They accentuate the wrong I mean, parts I wear, of you. Um, spandex boxers. So same it, thing. Mm. All right, now extend that as like a tank top, and it's all one piece. So mm. the nice thing about, and I get made fun of this a lot, but I tend to hike my unis up really high because I like to wear. I don't like. I don't like wearing pants when I'm running. What's the Reno 911 guy? I guess I look like Officer Dangle. There we go. So there's a there's a chart that Sarah made when we were graduating and they like did a roast of all the seniors when they left and they showed my as I got older my pants got shorter and they had photos <laughs> from when I joined the team and I was like really self-conscious so I pulled mine all the way down and I just started not giving a fuck. So this is the rowing podcast. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, That's this, cool. is the, this is the Mason wears spandex right, podcast. You know what guys? Mason and I could go for hours on rowing. I like rowing. Rowing's Dylan. Cool. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Alex Rice. Now nah, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. You got a pin in your ear. I do you look pen real ear. creative right now. Thank I like you. your shirt. 1776. That's my favorite year. Agency. They are 1776 is really? a uh, startup incubator in Washington D.C. Oh, not Philly. Well, they fucked up. Uh, fuck Philadelphia. 
Whoa. What? Whoa. Whoa. What Lines have been drawn. I actually like Phil. What's wrong with Philadelphia? I, kinda, I, kinda I just don't, I just don't well. like it. The bridges have lane numbers there. Philadelphia has a, a road called Boathouse Row. Like it's built around. You rolling. say those like those are that makes the place better. Wait, is that not Boston? Boston's got they got they don't. Philly is yeah. unsafe. Boston is an well, amazing city. Boston is an amazing city, but Philadelphia is pretty cool. Man. What's wrong with Philadelphia? I don't like their sports fans. The Eagles, well, yeah, no, or the, the fans. fans. I got nothing the, wrong the with the teams. Fans? They throw They're, they throw snowballs at Santa Claus. Okay, listen, Eagles fans suck, but so do like fucking the people in Philly. Well, Red Boston, Sox Boston fans, fans are terrible. So, so, the Patriots fans are the yeah, fucking Boston, worst. Yes. It's kind of a gross city. You know, you're you're a Jets. Fan. Uh, I'll dare you insult a team's fans, but Patriots fans fucking suck. It's <laughs> the line, <laughs> the line of logic Mason just no, used. I was saying that all fans suck except for Washington Redskins fans because they're but just especially constantly depressed. <laughs> no, that's I Cleveland will Browns say, fans. Every time I go yeah. to Philly, I hate it a little bit less. But I just don't like Philadelphia. You're from fucking DC. DC's way worse. Than... He's from Jersey. Yeah, but he lived in DC last DC's year. DC is not way Jersey. worse. DC is way worse. DC than Philadelphia. is absolutely not. DC I, sucks. I do not like DC either, but I do not think it is worse than Philadelphia. That's my personal opinion. Thanks, Dan. And uh, this is the first and time. To you, Alex. This is the first time we've ever talked about sports on the podcast. Nope. No, no, that we was, had uh, when James. Oh, James, 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 James I was James also thinking about, about this. Chell. Technically, Rocket League is a sports game. Have you talked about Rocket League before James came on? The so, podcast? guys, yes. before uh, you came on, doing it like <laughs> we the spent entire like three episodes, episodes one yeah. through seventeen, are about Rocket League. So, so, in other words, if you're just joining us on this podcast for the first time, you can skip episodes one through seventeen. <laughs> you can probably skip those anyways because <laughs> yeah. it's just it's Dylan and I sitting at this table right here, and Dylan's like, "So there's some news," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, there's some news." And then, we, and then we yell at each other. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're wrong. And then Tim's sleeping, so he's like, shh, shh, shh. Tim's asleep. Tim's asleep. Tim's asleep. Guys, speaking of Rocket League. Oh, God. I think I, I, think I, I think I have a problem. Alex has a new addiction. Do you have an addiction? I'm completely. Will you talk about your addiction? Mason and I will talk about our collective addi- addiction. Oh, heroin? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm... <laughs> uh, right now, Mason is making lewd hand gestures. No, I'm not. I think he's got the shakes. <laughs> now he's not making any. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, what would you like to know so about Rocket it... League if you talked about it for the first Ask me so, anything about Rocket League. I, I don't need to ask you anything about Rocket League. I'm going to kick your ass now. You're not. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Alex, been thrown. Oh. Alex, okay. I'm going to let you kick your ass shit. the way I kick your ass in foosball on a regular basis. Oh, jeez. Okay. He does kick Mason's ass in foosball on a regular basis. I can attest to that. I've seen it. I beat you in ping pong. Ping ping. Ping pong. Ping, ping. I, I would say the three of us are all pretty evenly matched at ping pong. Yep. I don't know how because I'm terrible at ping pong. So you guys are both I awful. Agree with that statement. That's yeah. why I say that. Oh, I think we're all yeah, evenly matched. We're, we're so, not good. Let me let's. So we've talked a lot about Rocket League in the past. So I think Rocket League is is hands down one of the best games to come out in a while. In a, last year, I'd say. Well, especially because uh, like I do have a question. However. I was, okay. Yes. I'm sorry, man. No, no, fucking whatever. No, well, fine. I was gonna say I thought we were getting past Rocket League. I thought that's where you were nope, going. Too late. Uh, but but I did before we moved past it. I wanted to ask Alex because he's playing it on the Xbox well, One. So I wanted to ask him how the cars, the Warthog, right? Isn't it? It's a car from Halo and oh, a car it, from it, Gears of War. Oh, I didn't realize those were exclusive on there. to the Xbox One version of the game. Either I haven't unlocked them or I've only glanced over them. I don't think the I've cars are all the same though. Yeah. Oh, the, everything, everything. Well, mine, then never mind. Everything else the same way. Um, Apparently, the hitboxes are different. I, yeah. I would imagine so because I got a yelling man. argument with Austin over the weekend. My friend. Oh, the hitboxes are absolutely different because I mean, think about the way the truck versus like a truck versus a little sports car. Yeah, yeah, but there's I mean, the van's way taller. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Tim uses the van. 
And I'd say it doesn't change things substantially, but it does feel a little bit different. I like that. I think I, so what I was getting to before Dan rudely cut me off. I did. I was saying what is impressive about Rocket League is how that game has had such staying power in a way that I haven't seen a game since like when Elder Scrolls Oblivion came out, when like that just stayed in the conversation for a while or even like Fallout 3. Mm-hmm. I think it helps that it's multiplayer. Um, well, and their psionics is doing a really good job of keeping it up relevant. to date. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, it's March Madness. I, Here's the best ball. Yeah, I've only glanced at it, but they seem to have really strong community support. People love it. And they keep making the ranked game better. Like, now you have to play a certain amount of ranked matches to get ranked, the way you did for, like, uh, StarCraft 2 or any other. Yeah, I, was, I was just going to say, Blizzard does that iterative evolution to keep fans happy over a long period of time. Yeah, Diablo 3 is a good example. Diablo, Diablo 3 or just... World of Warcraft or, yeah. I mean, yeah. Blizzard yeah. does that well. Even Hearthstone. Look at what they're doing now with Hearthstone. Hearthstone. Um, yeah, get rid of all those cards. I know they did. They did get rid of a bunch of bunch of good ones. But, well, that's uh, how that's how uh, collectible card games go, though. Yeah, for true. rule sets. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I remember Magic the original. Like, I remember when that first blew up on the scene, oh, man. and then they the people first started getting really competitive, and they outlawed a bunch of cards and stuff like that. Black yeah. Lotus, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember that. No, did you know that? Uh, Wait, do you, do you, a guy you, who was at one point the number two best Magic player in the world. They live in Charlottesville. Lives in Charlottesville. Fuck. He used to come to the bar that I managed all the time, um, and apparently you can go find these videos on YouTube of this guy because he was just a huge dick and like did these really questionable deck building practices that people still talk about to this day. Well, and it's um, a, there's a huge Magic scene in Richmond too. Yeah, I, I went back in undergrad. I was involved in it, but um, have you ever seen that that the highest rated Reddit post of all time, or one no. of them, is the guy going on the Magic tournament pointing butt cracks? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he banned him. He's from it. Richmond. That's awesome, the Richmond guy. That's um, funny. I told you guys I was really into Magic. Have you right? seen? Yeah, there's a picture. Will put up a picture. I think this was when he was at GDC. And it's him like doing kind of like a sorority pose, kneel, and in the background is someone playing his game, and it just his ass the crack. Pose. That's the, the guy. Pose. Yeah. That's the guy. Oh, really? Pose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So, Dylan, let me tell you something that Alex told me today. Alex told me that he can beat me in a two-on-one scenario where he's the one and I'm with someone else. I was joking. There's no way I could beat you and Tim two-on-one. Or even Dylan. I mean, I'll take and, Dylan. And Rocket League? It's just uh, the, the game would not work in a two-on-one scenario. You'd, You'd constantly no, be, de- no way. be defense. Yeah, there's no way. Like, now, yeah. my ball control is really good. Oh, yeah? Tell yeah. me. Yeah. Tell, no, tell me about good. Um... It remains to be seen if I'll beat Mason one-on-one, but I'm feeling pretty good about my odds. No, Steam Controller <laughs> is really good for... So what's cool, so I've been playing Rocket League with a Steam Controller for uh-huh. the past few months. And Rocket League, has, I mean, uh, Steam Controller has two stage triggers. So I have the boost on the... So pretty much the triggers on the Steam Controller, you press them in and then there's a click at the very the, when you're at the end of the throw. So the, the click is the boost and the throttle is on that. So you can just boost with... It doesn't the, really make a difference to me. Okay, well, that's pretty fucking cool. It is pretty fucking cool. I'm, sorry, I'm trying to take you down peg to to substantiate my ability to beat you. Oh, see, I don't need. There's I no ego involved. Will not be able to beat anybody. Not yet, because <laughs> I haven't Humble played man. It hardly at all. No matter what, how many games you're good at, I'll never let you forget how bad you are at Hell Divers. So, <laughs> I'm not bad at Hell Divers. He kept walking into my line of fire. No. <laughs> yes. I, the, no. Gun just, the gun just no. sprays I, this way. I was doing melee combat, and you decided also, to start shooting. the last time we played, me. when he wasn't there, both rounds, I was not the one with accidentals. Who did we play with last time? Emerson. Emerson. Yeah, Emerson kind of zoned out, though. Fucking Emerson. Yeah, I was fine. I had no accidentals. Emerson's level of competitiveness. 
irks uh, me the wrong that way. night we played foosball was that was a fierce if you put alex and i on a team though i don't think we'd be anyone could beat us dude i don't know ben patty on, is, on what is foosball or rocket league foosball. I also don't know, like, Alex's strength is in his ability to command the table on his own. Right. Just lifts it up. Well, no, he's, I mean, like, I can play two-on-two foosball and maybe sort of win depending on who I'm playing. But I cannot play 1v1 foosball because I just, I can't multitask that way. And Alex has learned how to do that properly. And that's where I think his strength lies in in a player. It's like with tennis. Some people are really good at singles tennis. Some people are better at doubles tennis. You want to know the trick? I almost never take my left hand off the goalie. Yeah. It helps a lot. Always plays defense, I told you. Um, I have a story about Rocket League. I played the other day, and I was playing 1v1 against this guy, and I kept scoring against him. I think the final score was like 8-2 to two or something like that. But I kept scoring against him, and every time I scored, he said, nice shot. And I was like, thanks. Nice shot. Thanks. Nice shot. Thanks. After like the fourth time, he's like, nice shot. I'm like, thanks. And he goes, but really, fuck you. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> when, when I play... Uh, and I, I try to trash talk to the four commands. <laughs> so I'll say, um, especially if you're like on a team game, you don't like your team. You just say, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it over and over and over. <laughs> you're just jumping over oh, the sorry, ball. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Six, nine, 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 nine. Um, Dan, Amazing. you, you been playing anything this week? Yeah. Um, so two games, uh, I'll talk about one because I didn't have a chance to play much of it, but I want it. It's worth mentioning because I'm going to come back to it probably next week. Uh, is the flame and the flood? Ooh. Uh, Ooh, yeah. So, first off, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful game. Um, just really wonderful cell shaded graphics that give it a really nice uh, atmosphere and unique style. Um, it is a procedurally generated roguelike survival uh, game, and basically you are floating down this river on a raft and you can stop in these little areas of either settlements or uh, wooded areas and look for supplies to help keep you alive. I've not made it past two days of life. Okay. Dan, um, uh, what are it's you, hard. What are you playing on, Xbox? Yeah. Just, so uh, it was it was 20 bucks. Uh, worth it, I think. Um, I haven't played much of it since... I, I, I've, I've only played through it about three times. Uh, so I need to I need to give it a more of a run and start thinking strategy. But um, the music, the, the score is really great. Uh, I feel like does it have like a like a Cajun Bayou vibe? It's to definitely, it? yeah. It makes me think of. Um, have you ever seen uh, Beasts of the Southern Wild? No, no, no I heard about it. Fantastic film that I highly recommend. I've heard uh, of it. And but. Um, it's it's kind of like that 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 Louisiana flooded the dams break and things are flooding and you need to survive kind of thing um, for sure. And so the developer is uh, the molasses Mola- flood, yeah. and I really like their logo. Their logo is isn't really it like cool. a water tower with like a teardrop behind it or something? Uh, I think cool. it's I think it's yeah uh, I think it's like a molasses vessel. Yeah, nice. And um, so they're former irrational guys. Really? So irrational? Wow. I didn't know that. Imploded. Um, the molasses flood, and then the other developer, We Happy Few, I think. The yeah, whomever is developing We Happy Few. So those are the two kind of. I didn't realize that makes sense. Uh, it's 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 yeah, it's a gorgeous game. Um, I wish there were maybe slightly more robust. Uh, early so so one of my critiques right now is that early on in the game, you don't really have access to the things you need to survive animal attacks. 
Uh, so, like, you have to build snare. There's a, lot, a very strong crafting mechanic in the game, so you have to build snares, you have to build um, splints and, you know, craft food and all that kind of stuff to help you survive. Uh, and it's been very hard to come across the stuff you need to build snares, but you keep certain things each playthrough, each time through. Um, so I don't think I've played it quite enough to, to get to the point of being able to survive fairly easily. Um, and I just need to give it some more time, but I wanted to bring it up today because, uh, I did download it and it is beautiful and plays well. And so, uh, hopefully I'll have more to report on that coming forward. But the reason I didn't play it much is because I was going through my library of games with gold games that I had downloaded that I hadn't played yet. Uh And I was like, oh, let's give these a try. And I got really addicted to Hand of Fate. Um, Have you... So I know Alex and Mason had not Mm -hmm. heard of this. Have you heard of it, Dylan? I have not heard of this. Okay. So Hand of Fate. uh, Another roguelike. But it is a deck building roguelike brawler. (laughs) Um, You essentially... uh, You're playing against a dealer and you're dealt... A path of events and so you move your your um player pawn to the next card you flip it over uh it might be like you are traveling and you see a ravine do you choose to go into the ravine or keep walking along your path and if you choose to go in the ravine you see uh three success and one failure card and they flip over and they shuffle and you have to pick one and if you get a success, you get to draw a weapon card. If you get a failure, you d- draw a damage card. And so um, it can either take away food from you or it can take away from your life. Uh, so and so there are it's all these little cards that give um, these uh, sto- really cool little stories that give it a good sense of place. Uh, all the card, the artwork on the cards is really nice. It's very much like uh, medieval wood carvings, like wood etchings. Um uh, which is pretty cool. And then with certain things, you will come across encounters where he will deal uh, enemy cards. And so there are four suits. Um, uh, dust, which is humans. Uh, skulls, which are skeletons. Uh, vermin, which is, or plague, which is uh, rats. And scales, which are dragons. And so like a two of scales would be two dragons that you have to fight. And then it actually goes to a 3D... Uh, view of you using the whatever weapon card you have equipped, whatever armor you have equipped, and you go and you fight the uh, encounters. And the fighting mechanic is very simplistic, um, but within the mechanics and the dynamics of the greater game, it really works well. Uh, and um, you know, certain cards as you're going along are shop cards, uh, and then as you go through. At the end, you unlock certain tokens, and the tokens unlock new cards. And so then, your next playthrough against the the higher level bosses. So like you start with the Jack of Dust, and then you're fighting the the Queen of Skulls. And then so each playthrough, you've got slightly longer, slightly harder encounters. Uh, but you have unlocked prior cards that you can then use to build your deck uh, going forward. And so you can either do the deck they recommend for you. Or you can choose to, you know, well, I want to make sure I have these weapons available. I want to make sure I've got uh, these particular encounters, these, you know, that, that all that sort of thing. Um, so overall, you know, it was a pleasant surprise because I had this game downloaded. I always, uh, every, you know, first and 15th, I go and make sure I download the games, even though I may not have time to play them right then. Uh, and so it was a pleasant surprise going back to this and being like, wow, this is for a free game, uh, free, quote unquote, Um it was a, it was really enjoyable. I had a really nice time. That's cool. Nice. Um, so, 
So it's a medieval setting? It is a medieval setting, Okay. Yeah. It kind of sounds like Munchkin. Not familiar with that. Um, uh, card game. It's like card-based D&D, in yeah, a sense. Yeah, and that's, that's essentially what this is. And, you know, this is a game that would have an easy... You could easily transition this to a tabletop card and dice game, okay. uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, in fact, I was thinking... Uh, I might transition and do something myself. Only do it maybe like a space theme or something like that, um, because it's a, it's a workable mechanic that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'll have to take a look at it because it sounds cool. I don't know how much it would cost to download. I can't imagine it's more than fifteen twenty bucks. Uh, it, it's definitely worth it. Um, you know, I put like five hours into it this weekend and was yeah, not, you really dug it. Yeah, I was not I was not anticipating it. I really didn't know what to expect. I think there's so. a simplicity to the, what's cool is it's it's a bunch of. Um, and we talk about this in one of our classes about like the recombination of things, you know, but it's a bunch of really, really well done small mechanics that are layered together that makes, even though they're not, the brawling system isn't super fleshed out, it's more yeah. interesting because it's, it's on top of other mechanics. For sure. And I think from a game design standpoint that maybe if you don't have the most interesting big loop, having a bunch of small, really well done loops can still add up to a, a satisfying. Absolutely. And repeat, like it can and, really, it has legs. Because and one of the things that also gives it legs that I really like is you... So like Legs you a really card, like. yeah, <laughs> sorry. Go a on card, for miles. A card will come up that if you quote unquote succeed at the card and you get the token for the card at the end of that round, it will unlock the next card in that story. So you know, in one you hear you go into this town and you hear about uh, this hunter who's who's hunting down this elusive white minotaur, and then if you Why go to be a white minotaur, huh? I don't know. Uh, I didn't write the game. Um, of course, Alex would say that. <laughs> so, so then, uh, if you succeed, you unlock the next card in the story that you can use on the next playthrough. Where it's like you find the hunter and you succeed or fail, and you either fall into his trap or you meet him and and go and chat and have drinks at the at the pub. Like, uh, it's it's just got some interesting stuff, and and the cards are well written. Um, they give a good sense of place. It is a fair amount of reading, and I will say my one big critique. Is that I can't read? (laughs) Is that I can't read? And so, no. Um, That for some reason, wherever there are D's in words, they use an uppercase D rather than a lowercase D, and the typeface that they chose makes it look like a B. Is it because it's got the little? It's got like just this little little tip to it. Yeah, yeah, and 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 so you'll be reading through, and and you're like. You know, um, you know, I don't. I can't even think of a word right <laughs> go now. Go to that, dead. That be, bungeon. But, right, right, right. Why do I have to go into this bungeon? Like, like I'd go to the bungeon. Right, exactly. So, but honey that, buns into uh, the bungeon. It is. It is an interesting thing to observe from a UI standpoint um, and from a user experience standpoint that something so minute as why they chose to use this uppercase character versus this lowercase character and how it totally throws me right. every time I do the reading because there is right. a lot of reading. Uh, but that being said, every other aspect of the game I find really enjoyable, and considering I didn't pay anything for it uh, other than just my my subscription to Xbox Live, I think it was great. Phil Spencer, thanks you. Yeah, <laughs> they're, yeah, they're not doing so hot right now. Let's go into all that. Really, that okay. go-go dancer so? case money. No, it's just yeah. the, the the bad press right about, now. You didn't hear about this? Oh God! So so they had a GDC party on. Oh, I, I might have St. Patrick's Day, and so and they hired a bunch of. Catholic schoolgirl outfitted yeah. 
cocktail waitresses and dancers yeah. dance on the table you can't see it but i'm putting my head in my hands right now yeah the, and the big the big the, you know the big thing was and they immediately came out and they were like hey we fucked up they sent out a memo to everyone in the company um you know and and i think personally one of the things one of the commentaries i read on jezebel is that i think one of the biggest things that they failed to do is it's okay to have uh skimpy go-go dancers or something like this but you at least have to have men as well like like yeah you can't just you can't just make this is an industry that has issues accepting, not necessarily accepting women, although in some cases, yes, accepting women, but even just seeming welcoming to women. And so then you go and have something like this where you've got this function at this bar. It's very 1990s game oh, industry. very 1990s game industry, for no, it's, sure. It's just, it's, I mean, I think that it might be a larger commentary on, like, maybe the events management industry or on the tech industry knows what the tech industry likes yeah. because it's a male dominated industry. So someone like, went to an event like, company and then they're like, well, we know what you need. And then <laughs> we got you. Right. And I think you're right. I think if there was male dancers there, it would be an on issue, be an on issue. You know, it's, it's, and it's, it's, it's after hours because they weren't, even, like, it's an easy fix. they weren't like, even dancers. That's the thing. These are, these were, I, were they? Uh, I think they were, they were like real school co- children. They? I thought they were cocktail waiters. Well, they were standing on the tables. Okay. never mind. They were go-go dancers. So, um, but yeah, but if you had, you know, if you had like, you know, comparable uh, boy toy man candy on the tables. I don't, don't look at me like I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know set us Mason, up. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, you're, the uh, one, you're the one I talked about wearing spandex earlier. I like wearing spandex. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. And just so spandex. Microsoft, yeah, that was an issue. So I, Microsoft. I, uh, Wait, Hand of Fate, Dungeon Brawler, <laughs> Male Go Go Dancers, Microsoft. Mason Brown. Done Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, looked up a f- some screenshots. This phone hand- is so enormous. Hand of fate. We just hold this. Just hold this iPad. Hand. <laughs> Dylan is holding his. I'm holding giant a Microsoft Surface, but not the current Surface. The, the restaurant old, Surface. The table. Top. The tabletop Surface. Uh, out of your pocket. Um, the 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 art style. I mean. I'm sure oh, the stuff, it, oh, so it doesn't do much for it. Looks well, three. Yeah. Th- I it will look, say it looks like Overlord. The three D, like. the three D art style. Overlord. This shit's great. Is, is okay. <laughs> um, Evil like when you do when you oh, do man. the fighting, like it's okay. It's nothing. It's it's not exemplary in any way. But the art style of the cards themselves right. are uh, very nicely the done. The cards are stunning. Yeah, the cards are really well yeah, done. Yeah, it's, it's like um. Come Albert Durer kind of illustration. Yes, like. very much. Very, Durer is exactly who whom I thought of. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's one of those things where so much of the game really doesn't rely on the graphics that it's it's tolerable to enjoyable uh, depending on what you're doing, and I was okay with that. I think the other thing is that, and I have a hard time with this sometimes, where um, it's really there are games that I like FTL. I saw FTL the first time in screenshots or on the Steam page, and I was like, I don't. I don't even know. I don't have the the vocabulary to understand what's going on in it. So I do think it's kind of hard to judge a game. Not that I'm saying you're being sure. overly judgmental, even though you, you know you, you just kind of need to be nice I'm, to the I'm, fans I'm, of fate. But I'm a prick. No, that's not <laughs> what I was saying. Well, I was saying that. But um, I think that there are game. I think the art style of a game lives or dies by like you know people say like in motion it looks so much better. You hear that a lot. Oh yeah. In, in conversation, yeah. something. But even I think you know. Uh, so if we're talking like Flame in the Flood versus oh, so Hand of Fate. Right. We all can kind of universally agree, even though I'm the only one who's, who's actually played it at this point, that it's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful game. I think it's probably more and beautiful than it is a good game from what I hear from everyone. I mean, it's gotten high ratings. It's gotten sevens and eights a lot of, a lot of yeah. places. So, yeah. um, I think it's just hard. It's just hard. Um, but, 
uh, you know, I think that there's no question to me in my mind that Fire in the Flood, Flame of the Flood is way more beautiful than Hand of Fate. But I spent a lot more time playing Hand of Fate because the mechanic immediately drew me in. Right. Um, yeah. Which is cool. I think that blending of those different mechanics for Hand of Fate sounds interesting. And that's every review I read after I played it. Because I had really never heard of it. And sometimes the games they give you on Games with Gold are dog shit. Um, and Sneaky. <laughs> right. Assassin's Creed 2 looking at you. Um, that's a good game. Well, Assassin's Creed 2 was a, okay. it's a joke. Whoa. Now, if you said Assassin's Creed 3. It wasn't a funny joke. Um, yeah, Assassin's Creed 3 is terrible. Uh, but, terrible. you know, so for me, it was one I'd never heard of it, and I was skeptical, and then I really that's liked okay. it. And I was like, man, I, I wonder what other people have written about. And, and most of the reviews I read were positive for Hand of Fate, um, sevens and eights sort of thing. Uh, and one of the things almost all of them commented on was that combination of mechanics is really novel in a way that, that works well. Yeah. Well, I think um, as a smaller developer, that's one of the things that you can you can bring to the table that yes makes it it, it, it that, makes you seem bigger than you are. That was one of my immediate thoughts. So so when you fire up the game, it says um, you know the Unity Engine logo comes right up, and it was one of those things personal where, edition. Uh, no, <laughs> that would have been funny. Um, but it was one of those things where it was like, you know, it made me think of you guys with board games where it, it is it is a well-crafted, systematic execution of a game that doesn't require too terribly much in terms of scope um, because it is so focused on the mechanics and the dynamics uh, that it's, it's, you know, what makes that game is the fact that those mechanics and dynamics are so tightly uh, uh, realized mm-hmm. and that the copywriting is so good. Um, cool. Minus the Ds. Minus the Well, the, that's, that's, mean the the that's not the copywriting. Uh, the copywriter just can't spell. <laughs> right? Bungeon. <laughs> Command Batty. F. D. But, uh, Batty Bungeon. Yeah, so I, I, think, um, I think Hand of Fate is available on all systems and uh, PC and I believe Mac, so... If you're listening, go go give it a download. Macintosh. Um, that's cool. Uh, Dylan, I'll ask since uh, Mason's on his phone. Okay, what have you been playing? Oh man, I, f- I fell down a hole. Uh, man, don't fucking <laughs> do that, Dylan. What have you been playing? <laughs> All right, so I'll start. I'll start with the game that I haven't been playing much of. I um, I bought some games on Humble. I think there was an indie bundle like a couple weeks back. And I just did the pay what you want. I paid like a dollar and got Outlast, which I'm never going to play. And uh, Retro City Rampage. Um, because I was like, I have heard about Retro City Rampage so many times. I need to take a look at it. That game. have you? Do you guys Are you guys familiar with Retro City no. Rampage? Um, I don't know what it's, it's. It's kind of modeled after original GTA, like top down. The top, yeah. Original yeah. GTA. And, but there's also, I think, another game like in terms of art style. Because it's like arcade era kind of 8-bit art style uh, and very it's kind of like a combination of, of, of rampage i mean rampage the side the sides the side scroller one but okay because it's not full top down it's kind of isometric mm-hmm. okay um but like all the colors do tell the colors are kind of like um uh hotline miami where it's a lot very intense saturated yep. colors Ooh. but it's a lot more like kind of color of mason shirts like lime greens and a lot That's of stuff cool. like that it's cool sure to know um <laughs> That game, I just started. I just did the story mode. That game starts at 100 miles an hour and doesn't stop. Saints Row cool. Third, because no, it's like that, <laughs> but like it's like trying to be a parody of everything. So like within the first 20 minutes, you're like 
fighting the Ninja Turtles, then fighting the Eight Team, and then finding a TARDIS and going through time in the TARDIS, and then the TARDIS crashes into town, and then Doc Brown comes up in his DeLorean and drags it back to his workshop. Wait, literally these characters from these IPs? Parodies of all these. Okay, yeah. So, like, it's Doc... Emmett or Doc, right, Doc right, right. something or something. it's clear it's clear who they're referencing. It, yeah, it yeah. looks just like him. And then yeah. you you go back to his workshop. He's like, I need a a a, a, a Lux Manassiter. Right. And you go to some store that's run by Solid Snake, and you buy the, the Lux Manassiter buy it from him. And I'm like, this game just doesn't stop. Yeah. And there's like Super Mario Brothers warp pipes everywhere in town. So like, there are just parts where he like, oh, I need to get to the other side of town. Just pops in a warp pipe and then spits out on the other side yeah exactly um and so it's it's a lot of just really you know you shoot guns but the guns you know the looks bullet, very 16 bit very here okay. like for you but um well the character he's so few pixels he looks very 8-bit but like you know you shoot bullets and the bullets travel at like 50 miles or you know 10 miles an hour like they're very slow um it's like um metal slug bullets yeah yeah, yeah. and then um and then the driving, the driving is tank controls. Yeah. So you don't drive <laughs> from the, you know, you, you drive from the perspective of the car. So when you turn left, it's whatever direction the car is facing, then turns it left. Ooh. So and that falls in line with um, the old GTA games. Did oh, you ever really? play like GTA 2 or, uh, or GTA? Uh, there was 1969. The, was did you ever play the DS one? China City Stories. China, yeah. That was really good. I thought it was, I China, it was Chinatown good. Wars. It was China, I think it was China Chinatown Wars. Sorry, um, that one was really good because it had this awesome drug layer. Liberty City Stories. Yeah, was where you would like Liberty thing. City Story and then Ballad of Gay Tony. Though Liberty City one. Stories uh, and Vice City Stories were the PSP. Yeah. Remakes. Yeah, the DS but this one was the top down, and it yeah. was really good. You bought like the ecstasy and then went to the other side of and town. And the whole and economy it. mechanic, but that's the, so Retro City Rampage. Um, that's a small dev. It's maybe I one he's, I think it's a guy. Yeah, I think it's a guy. And he's just been updating it forever because I played. This People is, love it. I mean, I think it's, it must have done pretty okay for him. It, it got a lot of buzz. It's it's all right. I just like didn't. Do you, is it the nostalgia that's getting in your way of it, or it's it's just very frenetic. And maybe if I was playing free Do mode, you like Hotline Miami. Yeah, really. But, but Hotline Miami is like less. The gameplay is more enjoyable in Hotline Miami. This seems more like of a nostalgia trip where it's just like, mm-hmm. right. okay, these, this tank. I mean, this tank controls for the car. I mean, it's whatever. It works, but like shooting the guns, it's because they try to do like third person, like cover based shooting too. But really? since it's top down, it's hard to tell like what your environment is. Yeah. Hmm. So I wonder what Dan would think of it. As I don't look at him when I talk to him. Um. <laughs> no, I. You know, I'm looking at it. I think I might enjoy it. Uh. You know, the thing with tank controls <laughs> is they're always clunky and awkward when you first start playing. But I love Resident Evil. It's an acquired taste. Yeah. No, I don't like playing Resident Evil with tank controls I'm um, at all, actually. You should uh, play Grim Fandango. Uh, yeah. So, Grim Fandango does not hold up. I mean, the story's so great. For driving purposes, tank controls can, can work. It just takes a little... You have to play for a little while before you get back in that mindset. Uh-huh. Um, so I might like it, but I like... You know, I like the art style. It's very 16-bit Super Nintendo top-down sort of thing um and i like all these references you're mentioning so it might be it might be worth it to check i just out. i mean it must be chock full of them because literally like i played only half an hour and i probably saw 10 80s references wow and so like they, it just must be packed to the gills with other stuff yeah. otherwise they just shot their load and they're done yeah 
Um, to the point Mason said about Grim Fandango's story, um, I really like parts of Grim Fandango's story, but after watching Casablanca, I like that story a lot less because it is just note for note at some yeah. points, Casablanca. That's why it's, that's, I mean, I mean, be, you got, I think Grim Fandango's a game you have to kind of take it in the context of, of what it was when it came out. You know what I mean? I mean, I like yeah. the part that he's like, you know, a travel agent and stuff. Like, I like the whole intro part, but the second, it's like the second year yeah. where he owns the bar or whatever. That, that, and then, and then they move away from it. So I, I think it was a product. I, th- I think your 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 complaints are valid. Uh-huh. I think I just think it's, it was a really interesting exercise, and I think it's one of the more interesting things that Tim Schafer's done uh-huh. in my mind. Um, I haven't played Broken Age, so I can't. It's good. I still haven't finished it. Oh, <laughs> like so since we go. last talked about it. Um, um, go ahead, real quick. I just remembered this. I finished uh, Tales from the Borderlands uh, over. It's last weekend. We'll, we'll come back to Dylan because yeah. Dylan and I are, the next game you're talking about is one that I've been playing too, yeah. right? Okay. Um. So I, I also played Stardew Valley. We'll um, come back to it. Well, I want I want to talk about it too. So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, once these guys finish, hey, we're, it. we're gonna come back to Stardew Valley. Is that cool? Oh, if we come back to Stardew Valley. Okay. Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah. Is that cool with you? I really want to talk about Stardew Valley because really? I, well, I haven't played it, wait, but what, I what really Stardew want Valley? to play it. we're gonna come back to it. Wait, why? Because I want to be obnoxious. Tell us from the Borderlands. So you finished? Well, did I, you finish it, Mason? No, I. I you guys haven't touched I it. I haven't touched it. Controller support working again, though. Okay. Nice. I, I mean, it's a, I, a, just so, a couple so hours. I'm gonna beat it. Don't play Stardew Valley one night, and then I am going to beat Tales from Borderlands as well. But it was interesting because I was thinking about this today as I was driving over here, and I'm like, shit, I didn't play Tales from the Borderlands, and we talked about it, and it goes back to our discussion we had maybe five or six episodes ago about playing games like the Telltale games, where for me, it's a very different type of experience, and I have to be looking for that right. experience. Mm-hmm. I think, and right. and because of how busy school has been and all of that, uh, my mind has just not been in a. I can sit on the couch and veg out for two hours and play an episode mm-hmm. of Tales from the Borderlands, and it was such and that's a, why I haven't finished it yet. It was such a good winter holiday game because I think I didn't feel so. A game like Stardew Valley or Rocket League, I feel like I can I can play for 15, 20 minutes and I can put it away. I have made progress. But Tales from the Borderlands, like, I start an episode and I want to play through the whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. But also I stress that's, out because I'm happens. like, I have I have 15 minutes I can play games today. Uh, and I will say, Hand of Fate is like that and that's why I started getting into yeah. it. And then five hours later, I was like, right. fuck. Well, that's how Stardew Valley was. was you know. Yeah, so... So, Tales from the Borderlands, since we're the only people that have finished it. I'll get the very, very short version, spoiler-free, is that it's incredibly satisfying. Yeah. It's the best thing that Telltale has done yet. Um, it's the best thing for the Borderlands franchise. It's, it's I agree with that 100%. Amazing. The Even ending sends you on an emotional roller coaster. Everyone says that. Everything is That's satisfying. What I think it's the, great. The interactions near the end with Jack... Like that whole that even, scene, even, even saying that's too much. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm I not, mean, I'm, but, no, but you're, you're totally right. That whole thing. Oh my god, the, the game. I mean, that uh, they yeah, did a great job episode, of making but, but the finger guns. There's a moment in the fourth episode <laughs> that you'll that love. You, like I just know just, you're gonna love it. It's it's. I perfect. always yell in hands whenever that comes up, though. <laughs> it's, it's office culture in the best possible way. Nice. Oh no, it's, it's great. Just, oh, just wait. No. You'll, and you, the best part is the, they go back these, to Hyperion and like hang out up there. Oh so man! They slip something into the beginning of the episode that that is a big part of the episode. And the Ketamine? first time, uh, no. Huh. Uh, and the first time it happens, you think nothing of it. Uh, uh, that's too much. Yeah. That's too much. Oh, yeah. We'll get to it. Oh, okay. We'll get to it. Okay. So it's funny how the arc of the my my telltale. We talk about this several times. You know that 
I think you see they're making a new engine. I was, ju- was going to bring that up. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm really excited now for the next wave of Telltale games, and I, I've never felt that way because, like, I kind of I really like The Walking Dead episodes one through three that uh-huh. I played, um, and I really like Telltale Tell- Tell- Borderlands, but also that engine just is not fun to play in. Like, it's still like I hate. I want. Oh God, it's gonna sound like I want to watch the YouTube series of Tales from the Borderlands, but not because I want to. I'm more interested in the story in the game, uh-huh. and that does bum me out. Well, I mean, them ha- switching new engines is just gonna help with their graphical problems. I mean, I don't know. Right, I, I can't just hope do anything. It feels better. Like playing those games feels like you're you're walking on oh. Crisco everywhere, and like there's no. It, I will say the final sequence in the fifth episode was not fun to play. It, I enjoyed it, but it was like. It was like I'm having I'm having fun I'm having fun <laughs> trying to tell myself I'm having fun supposed to have fun yeah, yeah I, I, I'm having I, I, fun I, I kind of see what you're saying I uh, did like the sequence though in the, the the death track that we all played yeah oh yeah that was that, that was really well done that was really but that well was like done. but you're saying when you have yeah. active control of the character I don't even want active control yeah. of the character but you're saying games. that's what your problem is, is that you say right. they're walking on Crisco because I, I want the fucking the, the Mass Effect game where I just play Mass Effect conversations and I watch it play out. Yeah, and that's why yes. you like that, that death track scene because it's basically it's just, just cutscenes. Oh, and it'd be awesome. And, I, and the same thing, you know, like I even started to get to a point where I played Mass Effect in a way where like, the combat encounters were more frustrating because I just wanted to get to more narrative. 100%. Dragon Age Inquisition was like that exactly. for me. Uh, so yeah, Tales from the Borderlands gets Alex Rice two thumbs up. You been playing a fuck ton of Rocket League? Yep. Anything else on Rocket League? Um, that's it for now. Um, TTFN. I'm just completely. Any witness? Um, fuck. You're right. I let the witness fall by the wayside. I hit a really difficult area. Um, still like it? Oh, I still love it. Um, I want to get into it every time. I, I do so, too. I went to a totally different part of the island that I'd never seen before, and very few times do you like. It's just it's the definitive whoa experience of a game. Like when you're when you're just so awestruck by a digital creation hmm. just like think about uh in skyrim the first time you see like the expanse of the world oh like, i i constantly remember that part in skyrim when you are walking out of the cave like and you see white run and they, they purposely start you at the back of white run so you have to loop around the entire gate yep so you're just watching oh, yeah yourself pan around so you know they start at you behind yep. the keep and then you have to go towards the entrance and i thought i was like wow that's amazing God, yeah Skyrim that was a good game. yeah see i didn't i i thought I th- that wow like i felt i felt like this game's huge but the game that did it the best for me is fall three when you leave the vault because it just when it opens up it, it flashes does, white it flashes white and they they purposely frame this this massive like fuck can you see s- for me i the the feeling i got closest to what you guys are describing is actually in a very confined claustrophobic space, and that's Bioshock. When you yeah, first yeah get that's another good Rapture, one. And it's like oh, getting that, out of that, that bubble. Opening it's sequence. so good. Did you send the thing about yeah, the I level sent, I sent you that yeah. thing about the developer that so going great. through Wait, that first level. We haven't talked a bit necessarily about the Xbox one. We did talk about it on on a um, Facebook message. The, we did. that. Yeah. Uh, the unconfirmed... That, those reports have been swirling for a while. The remastered, uh, yeah, and that remastered. Box, box, box art looks re-release. so legit to me. Like box art does look legit. My 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 question is, they still have it listed on the Xbox One backwards compatibility site as a title that is soon to be released for backward compatibility. All three Bioshock games. Oh, so you think it's just going to be a, a package? They're I think it's just going to be a, a mm. box set of the games. The three sixty games. If you've never played them, interesting. Because I don't know why you would re- release a re-released HD master 
and then simultaneously have it backwards compatible. Now, Is people Gears like of War one people like me, compatible? I would, I would buy a, an HD remaster, but most people I think would just find a used copy. Yeah. To answer your question, Mason, I don't believe that Gears of War one is backward compatible. I mm. think it's just two, three, and four. Yeah, two, because uh, they two and three. they have that you know ultimate they, edition. They I just it. didn't know because if they did that, then maybe that would. Yeah. yeah. That's why I feel like you, I would play an HD Bioshock. What do you oh, think? Would, what do you think the likelihood HD, is HD of the Halo anniversary treatment for Bioshock? And if uh, if it's high enough, as long as it's long, not broken, and if it's high enough, how long would we have to wait? That's a well, Me, so, meaning the like a box set with a, a re no, wait, mastering of yeah, of completely the first redone one. graphics. So I think the big difference is that Bioshock still holds up, True. having played it recently, um, because it was already in the era of HD. Yeah. Whereas Halo, the Halo original Halo and, was not. Right. Yep. Um, and so there's less to fix. less to fix. Yeah. Um, I have another reason why I don't. I think that you see a lot of remasters come about because it'll be a, a, a dev team trying to get their hands around new hardware, mm. like on yes. Uncharted remaster, Last of Us remastered was to set up the Uncharted Ford engine. Um, Interesting. The uh, Halo Halo remaster was to set up the the Halo Five Borderlands engine. Two. Was, yeah, so right. Gearbox, I had, I had no idea that that was the. It's a, it's a big, it's a way to make money. Well, it's a, it's yeah. a paid learning curve. It's otherwise, really smart. You know, they might, really smart. They might have to shrink that team. And it's good because you know that you're going to have a new installed user base of a system that you know. For me, someone I never played Borderlands two right. originally on Xbox 360, and then when they re-released it and I got my Xbox One, I'm like, hey, that this is a good time to jump into that. Let's yeah. do it. So, Handsome Jack Collection doesn't have Borderlands one. No, it. but it's, that's it's two and pre sequel. But Borderlands one is actually free. This yeah. Right now, actually, on Game and Game. honestly, there is so much game in Borderlands Two, the expansions and um, yep. pre sequel that you'll so much you, game. Yeah, like you'll never need to go back to. And that's what I was told. And I that's love why Borderlands One though. Me too. That's why I jumped into Two right away because that's I was told that that was the case. Have you played uh, Dishonored? No. Oh, okay. I'm, oh, I love well, some Dishonored. When when you're ready to let me borrow Batman, I'm gonna give you Dishonored because cool. Dishonored is literally um, beautiful. Dark European Half Life Bioshock. Ooh, I like and it's it. the the art the lead art director is the guy that did City Seventeen for Half Life. City Seventeen, right. yes, yeah. yeah. Welcome, cool. to City Seventeen. And 17. He, he designed all the. Pick you can really can. tell because, like, you know, the big walkers in Half Life Two. Uh, yes. So those are pretty much in Dishonored. Wait, you, <laughs> and they're you, super did you fucking difficult. Long time ago, same. Mm. Long time ago. Dishonored oh, yeah. is one of those games that I think. Because uh, Dylan, you beat Dishonored, right? Yeah. I think it's one of those. Took me a while, but yeah. Did you like Dishonored? I thought it was all right. Um, I love. Dishonored is one of those games that I think is 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 closer to the the narrative and heavy systems based games because it, it has an elegant like the mechanics of it are so fantastic. But also, I think the world building in that game, while it could have been executed a little better, but what they have written down in that game is so. I have. Fucking, a, I read everything in that yo, game. I have. You'll. you'll no, you read everything. In that no, game? I have a. Not only did I read everything in the game, I have a hardcover book by Dark Horse that is every single re- readable thing in that game. It's it's fucking it's it's a cool, cool world and yeah. it's all based it's, on burn whales. Yeah. I have a yeah. I have a PDF of all the books from Skyrim on my Kindle. Did you read them? I read a lot of them. The Lonely Argonian. Yeah, I read a lot of them. That's, the that's actually really cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really like the guy that captures the werewolf and experiments on him. Have you, yeah. did you read that was that a cool one. one. I vaguely yeah, remember I did that. He like cuts him open while he's still alive. And like plies Wolfbane to his organs to see what it does, and they like. I remember that. I have a dissolve. Heart. I read. Uh, I'll read things in Bethesda games. So like playing through Fallout the 4, monitors, I read yeah. a lot of the monitors. Um, terminals. I have a heart, guilty gear. I, I have a hard time reading uh, 
like in in Dragon Age Inquisition, for example, where they they just go into the lore so hard, and you're like, I don't. This is like the cousin of the third god that happened oh, on the fifth I day. Yeah. That shit, up, I, man. I, I like yeah. it. I respect it that they do it. But man, I have a hard time. I have a really hard time. Is there a voice yeah. actor for it? Because, I mean, there was a voice actor for the Codex for Mass Effect, and that, I think it that helps just a Mass that Effect that 1. No. Is it really? <laughs> and Mass Effect 1's Codex voice actor, I'm almost positive, was the Crackdown voice in the background. <laughs> no way. The agent. agent? Yeah. Hello, agent. That guy. I Hello, listened, Commander. And I read every Codex in every Mass Effect game, because I'm a fucking loser. But Dude, I, I read every single card in Destiny. That's weird. Well, you had to go to a separate site to, to do that. Phone. I found uh, someone on Reddit posted a reading. PDF collection. Uh-huh. So, but the codex, I think having that voice actor, I know it's, it I'm must cool. be a huge cost for something that's not used very often. Right. But it was, it's a cool thing, especially when you can play while it's reading it to you, because then it's kind of like, I like Or that. you can stop reading it and just let them talk. Exactly. And I, I think yeah. that, that that's a cool way to do world building that's active while you're playing. Um, and I wish Dishonored had that. Element hey. Zero, also known as Ezo. Blah, 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 blah. Dude, so the coolest thing in the Mass Effect Codex is how they explain why you never need to reload. And I hated that in Mass Effect 2 they added the heat cartridges. Yeah. But because essentially every every gun is a metal block that shivers a nano slip of it off to shoot out at like faster than light or whatever. Yeah. It's incredible. It's so great. Oh, it's so fucking wow. cool. So guns theoretically have unlimited ammo. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they do. Because in, the first, yeah, 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 in yeah. the first game, you just had to worry about overheating. And all of a sudden, in, in between the timeline, all the guns got really hot. So we need heat cartridges. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played the first one since 2010. I played that three times. times. The first one? Yeah. I did too. Wow. I played it I probably played it more than that. I uh, I got really into driving around on the Mako. I exploited the shit Dude, out of it. So get I get ready for more glorious Mako action in Andromeda. Andromeda. Yeah. I think it's really cool. I'm excited. But... When you were so they added a mechanic in the second and third game I didn't like that you couldn't use powers on guys that were armored because in the first game you could use your lift power on like the super heavy armored dudes but the physics would they combat so you had Newtons upwards and then they had the Newtons downwards so you would use lift on like the giant enemies because you could hop out the Mako you're supposed to fight with them and use lift and it would just bring you enough up that they had to like fall down (laughs) awkwardly right right right. it was awesome they just kind of like float backwards and then it'd just be horizontal. Did you see that EA said that they're not doing any HD remasters because they think it's running out of ideas? Well, that's ironic wait, wait, for them to say. What? Because they think the EA not uh, John? No, no, no. Peter Moore, right? Peter Moore. He yeah. he's not. He's the one. CEO. No, no. But he's the he's the in charge of something. Xbox. He's, Peter Moore. No, Peter no. Moore is used to be the head of EA. I thought, yeah, that's what I thought. He's not the head. He's not the CEO. The CEO is the, the, guy the, like, the young villain. <laughs> that alligator suit. Um, <laughs> yeah, but he came out and he's he's like, you won't see any HD remasters from Mass EA Effect. because no, 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 just EA in general because I think it's it's not. I think it's because the EA dev teams just aren't big enough. Right. Well, what would they remaster besides like Mass Effect, Mass Effect, and Dragon Age? Like, what else is worth? Like, Dragon Age Twelve is a good year. <laughs> Kotor. Yeah, Kotor oh, for sure. Fuck yeah. Kotor deserves to be remastered. Yeah. But they don't. Oh, they do own the Star Wars license. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's Bioware. But apparently right. there's well, a, also that EA got the. Because they're exclusively making Star Wars right. things now. They're yes. making a big Star Wars RPG. That, that rumor keeps coming up. Because that's Anna the, and Henning. Amy Henning. Amy Henning. And the sequel to Republic Commando. Dude, if that. I want that rumor to be so true. That so guy, that guy, uh, the Republic Commando guy's at. Um, the creative director's at 343. Uh, and he might have left. The lead writer for Dragon Age Inquisition left, and he went to the people that are making Baldur's Gate 3. 
Oh, that makes sense. Well, because, because, <laughs> Which yeah. is, by, yeah. Yeah. Because he was one of the writers on Baldur's Gate. Right. Well, you, you see writers leave teams Baldur's a Gate lot. Too. Have any of you guys played Baldur's Gate 2? No. I played Dark Alliance. Um, Baldur's mean, Dark Gate 2 maybe. is one of those games you can download for like three bucks or something on Steam that is really worth going back and playing because it's a, it's a fantastic game. They remastered game. it. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, they have an enhanced edition. It's a fantastic game. I don't know if... It's such a systems-heavy game. Very true. I think a game like Divinity Original Sin is a better starting point yeah, because I think it's a I'd little more modernized and Divinity has controller support. Divinity is a game that you should play. Original Sin. It's on Xbox One. Yeah. It's um, basically Baldur's Gate. It's Baldur's Gate's group based, right? You have a party. You have a party and okay. it's the same thing yeah. where the you you just you can it do was, whatever you want. It was the first real implementation of Dungeons and Dragons systems it's in, the RPG in into a game. game. Yeah. It's great. Uh, so Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. It's fantastic. It's fucking rad. It's so great. Okay. Right, Wait. So, can I pee? All right. You can. You can. You, you can go pee. I'll, I'll go explain pee. it to Alex. Um. So Stardew Valley, as I shift out of the way, uh, is have you? Uh, um. Have you ever played Harvest Moon, Alex? No, but I know farming it simulator. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. So, Japanese farming simulator. Yeah. So Harvest Moon. Um. Imagine, imagine uh, Animal Crossing, but with way more farming implemented into it. It doesn't sound fun. Well, it is fun. But it is. It's fucking fantastic. It's fun, it's fun enough that this Harvest Moon was originally released on the Super Nintendo, so mid-90s. And, oh, I thought it was a GameCube thing. And then it was yeah. on GameCube, like three different games yeah. on GameCube, and then like four different games on Wii. Yeah. yeah. So, who, make, who made... Harvest Moon. Uh, I want to say Capcom. Talk about another Capcom franchise that's never going to uh, see the light of day again. No, I don't think it's Cap. I think it's... Uh, it's uh, Is it the B logo, guys? Bandai? I'm going to look it up. Not Bandai. Bandai didn't make games. Uh, Bandai makes Amicus. games. Bandai makes games. So, but, uh, Amicus. Amicus? Amicus. A-M-C-C-U-S. The original... C-C-U-S, yeah. Huh. The publisher was... Uh, Natsume in North America. Natsume, that's yep. So yeah, so it's just a, a lot of farming, but it's like really rich features. So it's so this game is like Harvest Moon crossed with Minecraft, crossed with Animal Crossing, crossed with I, I couldn't tell you what else. But you you inherit this uh, plot of the land, this farm, which you get to name the farm. Uh, and I named my farm Pepperidge Farm. Oh, is is was that that screenshot you sent about like upgrades? Yeah, so that's from the game. Um, it's, called, it's called Stardew. Stardew Valley. Uh, but so yeah, so so you start your game, you name yourself, and then you make a little avatar that can look like yourself. You can look like anyone. Um, Mine looks like a homeless dude. <laughs> He's got yeah, yours had a beard. beard. Um, and then you name your farm. I named my farm Pepperidge Farm. Mine's Farm Farm. And then you name your favorite thing. And my favorite thing is Milano's. Oh, fuck. What's my favorite thing? <laughs> I don't know. What's your favorite thing? <laughs> I don't even know if I named my favorite thing. Julie, leave it blank. I didn't even know you Here, could Here, dude. Name... Here's your favorite thing. You can have a favorite thing? Yeah, it's the third text field on the... What's it say by default? Uh, nothing. Oh, shit. It's just blank. It's like the... It's, it's like the... The onboarding for Earthbound, where it's like, what's your best friend's name? Right. What's your dog's name? Yeah. So then you get to pick your favorite animal, so you can be a, you can you can select between a cat and a dog. So dog. like 
10 to 15 days into the first month, um, a, the animal just appears on your porch. And they're like, name the animal. Oh, the dog someone brings to you. Oh, well, yeah, there's someone out there with them. But oh. for me, it was like this cat was just hanging out on your porch. What'd you name your cat? Uh, Rasper. Rasper. <laughs> yeah, I just hit the random you name know, generator. Are you giving water to your cat? No. You can give water to you. You need to give water to your animal. He's going to okay. die, Dylan. Is, that, is, a, is his dish the one outside? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think there's an actual like mechanic around it. I think it just... Well, I go up to and press A, and he's just a, a big heart. So I'm like, all right, I love you too, J- Rasper. Uh, so, yeah. Stardew Valley is something that I... It was a slow burn for me, I think, because it. Oh, hey. The. <laughs> I wasn't crazy about the look of the game, in the in the get go, yeah. but I think it's actually really effective, especially in that intro scene when you're working for the JoJo Corporation, because right. the sprite work does not look good in that first scene. Well, and you 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 get the farm and it's a wreck, and the sprite the 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 pixel art doesn't look as good, when it's really obviously combining a bunch of tile sets. But then once you kind of get control of it and see the the rhyme and the reason, I really, really, really liked it. Yeah. This, yeah. The, outside of that first intro, this the sprite worked didn't bother me. But so the game starts. So the game the game start starts after you create your character with your dying grandfather on his deathbed, and he looks like a green Santa Claus because his nightgown is green, and then he's wearing a nightcap and it's green. I didn't even know he was your grandpa. Yeah, and he's like. Here, I want to give this to you, and he gives you a letter, and he says, don't open it until the day you think you need a change in your life, and then it, like, fast-forwards, like, 10 years or something. The day you think you need So, are you supporting the JoJo Corporation? No, fuck them. Yeah. It's such a weird... I don't know why like, Why would you? So, apparently, like, they get like, cheaper prices? They spread, and they become, like, all the business can become well, yeah, JoJo. Because, cause, yeah. so, yeah, so the JoJo Corporation is who you work for at the very beginning, and it's obviously a play on Amazon, because their logo just says JoJo, and then it has the Amazon, like, smile arrow underneath connecting oh, I didn't the, even notice that connecting the o to the a that's smart um and so you quit your job and you move to this farm and like mason said the farm's a wreck and they give you like some seeds to start out with and so not only do you maintain your farm because you farm in order to make money and the only reason you make money is to buy upgrades but you can only get upgrades if you have enough metal but you can only get enough metal if you go into the mines you or go you into can the buy mines, gifts you mine for your, your to get married yeah and you can fucking whatever do the fable shit uh, I'm I, I mean, still. There's... Wait, I have a funny story about that. So, at, like Harvest Moon, you can court people, and you, there's guys and girls that you can get married with. And um, I didn't really understand the mechanic very well, so I keep just trying to give gifts to people. Do you give gifts on their birthday? Like, does so that... I did that a couple times, and they they like you for that, and you're supposed to do that. But also, you can give gifts whenever, just to kind of like get them to like you. Every girl I've gone up to give a gift to has been like, "Ew, that's gross." Or, you ever like or a- there's one girl that had a broken bug. And she's like, oh, this is tasty. And I'm like, I just gave you a fucking like earth crystal. Like what? You're going to eat it? So they fixed that bug. <laughs> but so it's now the flower festival. It's like spring 26. Okay. And I'm like, all right. And it's a big dance. Every person I went up to, guy or girl, all said no to dance with me. So they do this this sequence, the cinematic. <laughs> and it's everyone dancing, and then my sprite in the top left. Just drinking punch by yourself. No, no one even says anything about it, because then it's like ten o'clock, and you're like, oh, I gotta go to bed yeah. alone. I just yeah, I just did um Easter the egg hunt, and I fucking lost the egg hunt to Abigail. Because uh, I'm like, all right, three, two, one, go, and they all run off. I'm like, shit, where are the eggs? And I got like four eggs. Did you get? I got a, like a consolation prize though. 
I must not have come. I got second. strawberry seeds, and oh. straw- strawberries are worth a fuck ton. I could buy strawberry seeds, but I didn't. They regrow too. So guys, this is what you're missing out on. <laughs> <laughs> so you can you can buy ch- you can plant turnips. I, I'm, so literally plant never, I'm literally never ever going to play I, I was this game. Say, this is this is not Alex's cup of tea. I personally I love Sim games and I love Harvest Moon, so I really want to. You play can this plant game. cauliflower. I will live vicariously through you and watch Dude, you and enjoy you your know, excitement. Alex, you can plant. Cauliflower. Did you, you hear what Dylan just melons? said? Melons. But the fun thing is that you can you can you can plan, and you can set up like a, a hop growing thing so that you can brew beer throughout the year. You can, you know, uh, I've been fishing a lot, so now I'm like finding things to make good bait for my fishing. Yeah. I just I fucking love this game. All right. Well, yeah, because you have to wait like four days for your turnips to come in. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I could go into the mines and fight slime to get metal, Mining. or I can just fucking fish and make a shit ton of money in one day. And get your fishing up, yeah. Um, because going into the mines, like I, I, I really want Dan to play it. I think Dan would. Oh, I, I'm, I Honestly, really. The, the only thing that's turning me off is the visuals. Of course. Oh come uh, on! I think, I think the, I, they you grew have to realize it. if anything came out before like 2006, Alex no. does not want to play. <laughs> before, before, Alex was, not true. before Alex was born, <laughs> absolutely not true. <laughs> so one thing I will say that I thought was weird is that I was playing it on my monitor in my room, and the it was good, but I wasn't like roped in. But for some reason, playing it in my living room on my TV made it way better because it's it's pixel art but it, it looks really really good on a screen which some games that are pixel art don't so, look so good enough. I will say, like, that's video. one of the big problems with a lot of the old, old games don't look good old on. games don't look good on new tvs whereas yeah. they look so much better on on uh, crts uh, yeah well even n64 games i think are the even biggest have, no yeah absolutely we tried playing a modern game that's supposed to be made for an hd tv on an lcd so banjo kazooie nuts and bolts and dead rising were the two games when i was a kid or not when i was in high school because we didn't have hd tvs in my house i had like old big tvs i couldn't read the text in yeah dead exactly yeah. my my roommate we tried he had a just a small crt and he tried playing grand theft auto 5 on it and when you know go on the streets and the street i'm like dude i can't read this yeah, yeah. Like I check your privilege, Dylan. It didn't hit home for me until I got my Wii U and started playing uh, games where you can play it on the on, on the, the gamepad on the gamepad, and you're like, man, this looks so much better on the gamepad, and it's like because the, the resolution yeah. is much more akin to the resolution that the game was made for. There is a typeface in Wind Waker though when you play it on the gamepad, like whenever anything is in that red text to say like yeah. this is an important item, it's super low res the on the gamepad. The contrast is weird yeah. on the gamepad sometimes too with certain colors I've noticed. Um, the gamepad still looks great. So I'm watching gameplay footage of Stardew Valley right now. It actually does look really good, but I don't know if is the t- perspective throwing you off. No, I, I think it's just that first. this style of gameplay. Um, I you know I kind of worked the Pokemon game style out of my system. Not Pokemon. Yeah. It's not. Did you ever play? It's, did you ever play the Sims? Uh, Sims yeah. is what I was going to. You like the Sims? Love the Sims. And you like this? You like this game? It's like okay. the Sims. It's like Care, the Sims. Did you ever play Harvest Moon? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, like Harvest Moon. Did you ever play uh, Stardew any, Valley? Have any no, of you guys ever played Animal Crossing? No, I was I was making that comparison. Oh, I, I really wanted to though. But Alex, you can you can grow cauliflower. You had me at growing beer. The disadvantage of of Animal Crossing is that it's tied to real time. So that you can only do so many things in a day before you have to turn it off yeah. and oh, wait so the like, next uh, day. Some of the Harvest Moon games like, are what like was that. Grepolis, what were you playing? Oh, Grepolis is real yeah. time, but Grepolis is real time with like, other people in the world. Because you have to coordinate. Grepolis is more like Clash of Clans. But like with... Mm, sort of. I mean in terms of like tactics game versus a, a yeah. same game. So or in Stardew Valley, you just have to... You just go to bed. Like you go to bed at fucking noon if you've used up I've all your energy. 
I go to the pub and I drink a lot and I go to bed at noon so I can sleep away the part of the day. Yeah, tell, us what, yeah, tell us what you do in Stardew Valley. Not in uh, real life. Sorry. Branson was hard. So have you gone to sleep like completely exhausted and you wake up with half energy? That the first, I was like, never again. Mm-hmm. Never again. One time. Because I passed Whoa. out outside. Oh, really? like, you had to go to the clinic. <laughs> it's funny. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> it's funny because the, the, the context of me dying is that my guy was just fishing until he passed out. <laughs> oh, which so is like my dad. Yes, exactly. So it's, it's such a sad thing because it's like 2 o'clock and I've been cutting trees down all morning and I just want to fish. Yeah, I you know I wake up and I cut down three trees by myself and I eat Dude, a raw fish. Cutting a tree down is, that's like half your energy for the day. I just love the sound effect. Just donk, donk, donk. I love it. I'm, I'm guessing your success in the game is directly tied to how well you manage your energy. Not what? Mm, no. Just your day. It's just another. And you can make. You can cook. You, you can. Whenever you eat, you regain energy. Jesse, let's cook. So I just eat a lot of dandelions. <laughs> <laughs> this kid has just been eating weeds and freaked out in the field a little bit. That's why no one wants to dance with me. And if you saw my sprite, the funniest thing is that my sprite looks like a homeless man in the corner because he's wearing jeans and an open up button down that's brown and his massive beard and disheveled hair. How did um, Joja Corporation hire someone like this? The I just I wish they made the Joja thing like a little less over the head because like there's you walk in and the guy that runs the place is like the schemy guy with these like little beady glasses yeah, and you're like bottle cap glasses. Oh, I'm never coming back here again except for the fact that on Wednesdays Pierre's is closed and that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> fucking pisses me off. I was Pierre like, oh, can suck a dick because I'm gonna that's go fucking buy all my seeds today. Oh wait, the store, wait, the one how, store how did in I town. Not hear about this game until just now. It, it came out like it, last week. Yeah, right? it came oh. out a week or two ago. I bought it last week. I heard I heard about it last week on IGN. Oh, you got you got to tell us these things, Mason. I don't. Well, I, you don't have a way to play it. You can boot camp your Mac, so, but you don't have a Windows. way to play it. Is it only on PC? Yes. Yeah. Boot camp your Mac. No, nope. Is it not available on Mac? Nope. No. That's his number one priority. I would have I would be uh, engaging in this conversation right now if it were available on Mac. You should boot camp yours anyway. No, I should. He didn't know you got but, a Windows license for going to VCU. Yeah, I didn't know we had a Windows license for going to VCU, so I'm just going to boot camp because yeah. why not? Um, do it every Easter. My computer doesn't have the space to handle it yet. I still have not reformatted my hard drive. That yeah, will, I need to. I'll need to buy a new hard drive. I need to remove yeah. the. Uh, hey, look, that's the line you used to use on me. Do I? Do you mean do you need you, a bigger hard drive? Okay, I thought you meant something else. Yeah. Oh, you um, looked at me like I was going to fucking did something wrong. I. Uh, yeah, you drank in the pub and went to bed at noon. <laughs> Fishing on that. <laughs> The fishing mini game I love. Yes. Like, I really, really oh, like when it. When a chest uh, appears on the okay. gauge, I'm like, fuck! Gotta get so, up there, Dylan, get the good chest. I, I love thought fishing you had to games. hammer the button. Yeah, because, like, so the best part was <laughs> I saw, like, I turned on my PC oh, like a couple days ago. That's right. <laughs> I turned on my PC a couple days ago, and Mason was on playing Stardew Valley, and I just click on his, like, user profile, and it says, watch game. And I'm like, huh. And so I click watch game, and then he has to accept it, and then it just turns into a Twitch window, basically. That's sweet. Wait, so we could watch you harvest cauliflower? Yes. That's what Dylan did for like literally 45 <laughs> minutes. And, just, and I was just putting just random shit to the test. I, I was just like, lead stress, lead stress. I'm playing with the controller, and then Dylan's like, more cauliflower. And I had to put the controller down, and then go to the keyboard and be like, haha, haha. And I pick the controller back up, and he's like, strats. And I'm like, Dylan. <laughs> I like he went to the store and talks to Pierre and Pierre looks like a fucking hipster douche so I'm just like this is, who is this fucker that's running this journal like store the scarecrow from Ocarina of Time sure that's too deep of a cut <laughs> damn Beside. there's a whole song about it I've never played Ocarina hey Ocarina hi um so 
you were saying, so you're watching the stream. Yeah. So, okay, so the, the, the fishing game, the way the mechanic works is there's a fish that moves up and down on a bar, right? And you have to keep, you have to hold the X button down to keep the fishing line with the fish. Yeah, there's a there's a bar, there's a green bar that stays behind it's the fish and you have to keep it It's a pretty simple in. game. It requires a good amount, it's a good... Oh, you thought you had to mash X. I thought you had to mash it. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out the acceleration on it. So I'm just like sitting there mashing. I'm like, this fish is too far. I must need to get my fishing skill up. So then I blew it for like three days. But then <laughs> the best part is that when he's fishing, like when you get a, a snag on your line, it just says in big, like really shitty pixel font, just italicized as hell. It just says hit. I like the hit thing. It, it reminds me of the fishing game. It from just like looks PS2 stupid as hell. I mean, it's funny. You it's guys cool. ever play, what was it? It was either dangerous fishing or real fishing. Where REEL fishing? I always play both. Maybe. It was it was an it was an iPhone slash uh, Android game. You would send a lie down, pull his oh, fish out. Ridiculous fishing. Ridiculous fishing. And you, shoot, you shoot him. Shoot all the fish. That game's yeah. amazing. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> it was it's the most That's incredible so, game. I used to uh, like fishing games a lot when I was a kid. I actually had an N sixty four fishing rod controller. You're, you're oh the my one that Christ. bought that game. <laughs> I was that one that bought that game. I always saw this. It was actually Who a gift for it was this? a gift. For me, actually, uh, sure. Yeah, was, whatever. Uh, you also have a Virtual Boy, so I don't even know why I'm surprised. I do have a Virtual Boy. I bought all that hail, <laughs> all hail Virtual Boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I love I love good fishing mini games because why not? Uh, Zelda, the Ocarina of Time. Is Ocarina of Time. I mean, I love fishing in Ocarina Animal of Crossing's Time. Got a good I one. forgot there's fishing in there's Zelda. Fishing in Zelda. It's like a big part of it. So, Stardew Valley, great game. That's what the that's what the text looks like. The hit, oh, the hit ew. Ew. <laughs> it's not that this, As soon as you described it, I'm like, don't show Alex. It's don't show bad. Alex. <laughs> this game does sound fun, and I would like to play it. It's not, text is it, not that bad. It's just funny. It just looks like, it just looks hokey. It, it's not bad. It's, it's just funny it's looking. Oh, the context, it needs to be big enough so that as a player, you know to do something. It's just that font it's so appears silly. nowhere Why else. Why is it italicized? <laughs> hit. <laughs> I want it. Oh, what the fuck is wrong with you all? <laughs> New record. <laughs> yeah, I mean it works. So, as I was saying, I really want Factorio. Yeah, I do too. I really it's want really, Factorio. It's really bad. And I want to like, I want to is combine something in Stardew Valley. No, no, it's no, no. they came I, out roughly the same time. Uh, yeah, but I want to combine both of those games and too. just make like a automated farming game. I want that game because like I just got sprinklers. I haven't built a sprinkler yet. I haven't either. What is Factorio? Okay. So Factorio is a game about... Wario's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Factorio is a... Um, so are you familiar with like... Uh, like Roller Coaster Tycoon? It's, okay. It's, it's also not, kind of like an RTS in a way, but it's like kind, a... Like both it's one a, unit. So basically the game is a game about building systems. It's about building like so Rube Goldberg like, machines. I cut down That's a, a tree, up. and then I have wood, and all of a sudden I can build, you know, whatever. I can build this thing. So now I need to go mine coal. So I can mine it with my. You have a player character that's represented, that you have an avatar, and it's all top down. Or I can build a mining machine. Well, now I need to process the. Let's say I mine coal, or I, need, I mine iron. I need to process the iron in a forge. So it's like Minecraft. So no, no. So I could walk the iron I collect from my mining machine over, or I could build an automated track that goes through a forge. This is a pyramid. pyramid <laughs> yeah, you can build yes. conveyor belts to basically. So, so it's so, like Minecraft. Minecraft. But but no, but automated. It's so, so much. Like the game, you can automate Minecraft. But the game not is not like this. The game is not about the resource collection. The game is about just like building stockpiles and making them force feed into each other so like cool the, it's so cool like the best worst example is just creating 
um, an auto, a coal-powered automated driller that drills coal and then just has a conveyor belt it's that loops back into itself and then feeds the coal to power <laughs> itself. And you just do shit like that. And then you can build rail systems. And you the, can, more, the more you build... There's a, there's a, so you crash land on this planet, or you have to get off a planet. That's the goal of the game. Yeah. Um, the more you build the alien life, um, it's like bugs emerge, and you have to kind of defend your giant system now. So, so the bugs are power. attracted to pollution, and you pollute right. when you are using these coal-powered things. And you eventually switch to like hydropower it's and stuff It's one of like the that. highest rated games on Steam now. Like It's really, right. really F-A-C-T-O-R-I-O. Yeah, it's like factory minus the Y plus I-O. Factorio. 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 Spaghetti. <laughs> so yeah, I really, I really want the Stardew Valley, uh, Factorio, ex- exploitative farming <laughs> oh, game. God, that'd be bad. Speaking of bug things, I'm still trying to keep like one eye on that um, uh, Apocalypse FTL game. Remember the? Uh, I'm trying to keep uh, one eye on you. Yeah, the one with the bugs, the uh, roguelike, and you have to. It's called Overland. Mm, I, I think you're about it. Video. Overlord. Overland. Overgrowth. Overgrowth. Sure. Overlord, Undertale. Overlord was great. Evil Pikmin. Oh, uh, fuck you... that. This fucking game. My brother was obsessed with that I game. I love that game. And I'm like, the second the Hobbit showed up, I was like, man, murder each and every one of these Hobbits. motherfuckers. Yeah, I did. It was great. I remember you telling me that game. It does look really good. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> the game told me to. Like, you, you, pretty much, you, play, you play as Lord Sauron in the Shire. No, yeah, you play it. Yeah. It's amazing. No, yeah, no, yeah. I was trying to remember which uh, Tolkien character I was referencing. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're. You never played Overlord. No, it's literally Evil Pikmin. Yeah, that's it's, cool. It, like you have demons, and each of the demons are different. There's like four different colors. It's evil Pikmin plus a hero character. Elemental alignment. Cool. By hero character, I mean and Sauron. The, yeah, and Sauron has a whistle, and he's like, <laughs> and they all collect around him, and he throws them at <laughs> giant bugs. Pax is in two weeks, three weeks. That's it. Uh, you guys are gonna have fun. I'm what jealous. What week is that? Uh, the twenty second. How early did you guys buy your tickets? We bought them like the day they went on sale. Nice. The, which was, the, out, like which was the day they sold out. Yeah. Because uh, the second I looked was the day they went up and all the three-day passes were already out. So well, Bill and you, I are going to get in VR. Just nice. So much VR. I expect full report. And if you guys go again next year, keep us in the loop because I know Dan and I would like to go. I'm going to go on that rock band stage and not <laughs> come down. <laughs> I'm not going on any rock band stage. Oh, come on. I'm going into V. I'm entering the VR <laughs> and matrix never and never back. coming back. The VR dopamine. <laughs> I'm just going to inject that shit. I'm really excited for to try the, the PlayStation VR stuff. Yeah, I'm, that's the one I'm the most interested in getting. I think. Well, that's, that's, that would be the cheapest one for you. It's the cheapest one, and I, I was telling Dan this the other day that I there's something about it because on a console it's going to work out of the box, and I'm not going to have to tinker with it. And I yep. really, I think for something so new and technology wise, like I've had the Oculus DK1 in my house for what a year and a half. Yeah, now, you haven't, and I haven't opened it. Messed it. Whoa, that's weird. Well, someone someone just gave it to me. I yeah, didn't, Emerson uh, gave it. To Emerson him. gave it to me. Um, with the PlayStation VR, are we getting new controllers or is it the same? Move controllers. This is the Move controllers. Ah. The move controllers, and you have to have the camera. Yeah, the PlayStation. That's camera. right. Okay, which so that's how I want to interact with VR. I don't want to use a controller. I love yeah. the the processor box. It's the, just the, like the a mini. Box. It's just a smaller PlayStation Four. <laughs> I think the industrial designer that did that was pretty pretty <laughs> self aware. Like, oh, we just we just make a little. Uh, yeah, you know, PS4. Did you guys see that? There's the rumor about the PlayStation Four Point Five. I mean, they're just it, following. That sounds about right. They're just following. How it the, uh, that one seems to have a lot Microsoft of validity one. to it. Yeah. All the GDC I think it makes people. sense. I think it's one of these things where it's like, if they're going to have this VR peripheral, they know they're if they want to expand upon it and have developers they have really to beef it up. Yeah. Every console that's done that has been a it's been a mistake so far. So really? I'll be interested to see. How do you figure that? Uh, well, there's the 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 Sega CDXX or whatever. Sega CD is one an example of trying to. 
It was the 32X, 32X and, the, and the Sega CD. So the N64... Was that the, the one where you like were plugging cartridges in the cartridges? Mm-hmm. And the they 32X were, like, was like, the cartridge in the cartridge. So yeah. is this CD something different than just like the slightly re-upped version that most console makers so do? Before, this before, is not the smaller form factor with more efficient components that yeah. are cheaper. This is a, a higher-end GPU. It's, it's, it's like a PC upgrade. Yeah. But the problem is, is that... In, I think this is one thing that I, I, I'm nervous about is that you... It's never worked before. You know what I mean? There's no real example of it like being a, a success. And I think that the, the console manufacturers want to keep I the mean, lifespan of these consoles going as long as possible, but they're running into the problem that the power just wasn't where it needed to be when they launched them. The only thing I will say, mm. the closest thing to it working would be when the Nintendo 64 released the jumper pack to increase the RAM. I but that's such I a minor thing. The expansion, thing. like the controller expansion pack? Uh, two games. No, the minor, it's it's actually... The RAM expansion for more than, Majora's Mask and Donkey Kong. Yeah, it went Kong. to the controller. Or no, it, it went to the you pulled a thing off and you... The one that came with Donkey Kong 64? It wasn't a controller expansion. It wasn't a controller expansion. It was a red thing that it went into, into the console in front of the cartridge component. Yeah, I mean, um, like the 64 DD didn't work. And you could also argue... He's saying it did. ...that where it did where it did work was when they completely rebranded, and I argue that the Wii... You can argue that the Wii was a rebranding of the GameCube because essentially it was the, pretty much the same specs internally, only slightly slightly more. But they changed around the uh, input input so drastically that they completely re. That's a good take on it. Um, yeah. That's and so, smart. like to me, that but they that's tried where doing that, that worked, <laughs> but it it was it was working because they completely rebranded. So, but Sony and, and, and Microsoft tried emulating that and it didn't work because the right. connect and the move like the move is going to have a second life with. PlayStation VR. Right. I just think the Move technology has always been really great too. Right, so but they've the never Kinect. had a good use for it. Mm, the Connect was not great. The, the new Connect. The new Connect. Amazing. I'm sorry. The new Connect. No, I'm saying like the u- like the usefulness, the no, utility. No, I, but I'm saying like the tech inside. The good thing about the Move is the tech's always been there, mm-hmm. whereas the Connect had a, a, a cycle upwards. I just and that think, was great. I just think these console manufacturers are just biding their time until they're all just you just you're going to have. Uh, PC. Ste- you're gonna have Steam Origin, and then you're gonna have PlayStation Store installed on your PC. You're gonna have you know Xbox Store installed. Well, what on do you your think? PC. Yeah, Microsoft. I mean, the, one of the earliest things. So I had the the uh, early release trial release of Windows 10 installed, and one of the big announcements for them was when they came out with the Xbox app, and it was like you know they had just said, well, hey, here's the future of computing. It's Windows 10 on all of your devices. Oh, and by the way, here's this Xbox app. Right. And it was like, to me, I look at that and I'm like, this is the, writing's on the, the last iteration of the Xbox. Um, um, which wouldn't bother me. Like, just yeah. put your games on the PC, like, and just make Here's, PC boxes. Yeah. Like, I'd be very Whatever. Be a that. competitor in the, yeah. the PC manufacturing space. And the be thing like, is, though, like, I... Xbox store ready yeah, PC. Yeah. You need to... You, yeah. Make, an X, make it an Xbox ready PC. So, like, you can... It's the same size that you can put it in your living room on your TV. And if you want to have that simplified UI that doesn't have all this other stuff... Um, do that, but but have it as a you know like a top coat kind of thing that yeah. if you really want you can dig and in and just strip use off it. and just use yeah. regular Windows. I think that there's there's something that is appealing about the out of the box console thing. Like I have this ready to go. Yes, and I've thought this for a while now, and you see it sometimes every once in a while. But I still think that what's going to ultimately happen is you're going to see hardware just move into TVs. And I think that the TVs are just going to be PCs strapped. The way that sure. the iMac is a is a is a 
hardware. You know what I mean? Would you the, like that? I don't know if I'd like that. I don't know. It, well, unless you could like modularly like take the unit off the monitor and then I'm replace. trying to think of what. Um, yeah, that's something. I see Microsoft's hardware strategy being very similar in the in the next console game to how they're doing the Surface Book. You know what I mean? Where it's it's. And I'm trying to figure out how, how I can explain this. What's working so well for the Surface Book, right, is that it's it's this this Windows device. I just I don't see Microsoft leaving the hardware game, and I don't see them releasing a competitor to their own product. Does that make sense? So a breakout box, like a like a like a, a, a tiny computer that you plug into your TV, that's like a Surface Book. Yeah, but that the, but that's but they don't make a desktop PC right now. So you think that like the next step is just to make like the Surface. Surface Box. Roku? Yeah, whatever. No, it's not going to be a Roku. Like, it's going to play games. So, like, whatever. You know, they don't need to slap a 980 into it, but they can just have, like... Well, and the other next step is once we get fiber in enough places, you're going to see... I got fiber right now. <laughs> in enough places. Yeah, it's me. My, my role. Right. I know, this is, this I know is... you have fiber optic, but not everyone does. When yes, you, fiber optics. When fiber you have, eyes. Well, yeah, when you have fiber in enough places that you can have the speeds that you can do cloud computing, um, I mean, that's ultimately where I think a lot of stuff's going to go. When every game is cracked down. Right, right. Cloud computing. Titanfall. Multiplayer. Uh, I still am not entirely sure what the cloud does for Titanfall. It makes the robots bigger. <laughs> oh, it makes the story. <laughs> but, uh, still not working. But yeah, so... I, but I do think that that is a future where we're going to see the processing happening somewhere else, and all you really need on this end is going to be a, a graphics good card, network card, graphics card, and network card. And, and I don't think you need it. Well, if you're doing the if you're doing well, the computing on the other side, you'd be streaming it, so you just need a good network that's card. That's true. You yeah. need a graphics yeah, card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cat five, cat five everywhere. You do need a, you, a GPU is good for for uh, codec stuff though, rendering yeah. video back and forth. So I guess you could use, but you don't need a high end. But you can make a small, and so ultimately, like think of the Mac Mini that kind of form factor where it's this tiny little box that just well and i stream my pc games to my laptop all the time i mean that's why when you came over i was playing fallout 4 on my mac yeah because I was, I was trying to get into the automatron dlc but i didn't even get anywhere with it but i only played like two minutes well that's i think if you're microsoft that might be where where you you get to a point where you're just streaming your pc games to a, an xbox peripheral that plugs into the back the way that like a chromecast does or something like that um, you know, because you can stream from your Xbox to your PC right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just can't go in reverse. And as soon as they allow that, that's that's that. That's it. That's it. That's it. I just I, I'm I, I like I still like the console the the concept of consoles. So even though I. I don't play my console, that's the thing. Is I'm arguing for a thing I don't use. Like I have my PC. Yeah, it's your Netflix box right now, isn't it? All I use it for is Hulu. But there's something that's so consistent about it across the apps across the thing and i think that that's but i agree I, I don't understand like yeah. what's the difference between that and them just making an, an, an os layer to windows you're you're right i just i don't it's not close platform anymore but we've had experience we close platforms suck except for the person that owns the platform yeah i just don't i don't know if microsoft or especially sony like why would sony get out of the hardware game when it's been incredibly lucrative this time well if yeah. if it's them versus see here's if it's them versus nintendo like if, my, if microsoft pulls out and just says fuck it we'll just put everything on pc then microsoft satisfies one user base mm-hmm. and then pisses off another so i don't know and see the thing is you're starting to see with microsoft 
The fact that you're seeing a lot of these games that would have previously been exclusive to console being released at the same time on PC, that you're not seeing that with Sony and you're not seeing that with Nintendo, those are the things that are keeping Nintendo and Sony in the console game. If Microsoft is already kind of forecasting or, or telegramming, uh, yeah. telegramming that the future for them is this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think that you know, I think that 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 is. The beginning of the end. The beginning of the end. Well, that's funny because talking to you guys, that uh, when I when we just made each other last year, I was kind of like, oh, I could I could get an Xbox One, but now I'm like, why would I get an Xbox One? Like cross platform, multiplayer, and everything. It's now down to two ninety nine with two yeah, free but, games, dude. The only game. Bolts. Uh, I mean, Rise of Tomb Raider came to PC. Quantum Break's coming to PC. You know, Crackdown Three will come to PC. Forza wow. Seven. I, I mean, might, they haven't announced it, but I'm telling I mean, you, it's going to be that way. I could see myself in the near future. Need to build Fi- a PC. Finally, having to yeah. build my own PC. And I mean, and like, it's not. Have you ever built a PC? Nope. Are you worried about building a PC? Yep. It's not. That it's smart. not bad. Cool. I'll tell you right I now. It's super easy. I ain't that smart. Yeah. You took okay, apart okay, buddy. my there, PC. There's also that's, that's true. The well, you did rebuild it technically. Yeah. yeah. When you are invested in a console system, there's the connection to that system, which you know, if I build a PC, it's not like like I still have to have my Xbox. I can't get rid of my Xbox because I have you know 75 games that i can only play on my xbox but i'm not saying get rid of your um, xbox no no no. i'm, saying not. I'm next, just saying i'm next not talking time about, around yeah i'm talking about how this how this evolution and these hurdles kind yep. of are yeah. there yeah um you know and that, and that is what i will say for xbox is is the fact that they do have backward compatibility to 360 um is the thing that's going to keep that system relevant for a while mm-hmm. the so here's my thought i think riot games is going to make a console and, and the only peripheral is going to be that? a mouse. We're bringing back the GameCube keyboard controller. This entire console in a mouse. <laughs> I think that you're going to see one of these big free-to-play companies like, try to get into the living room. Like Tencent? Like yeah, a Tencent. But, uh, how is that going to be? How is that different Twitch. than an Ouya or a, a game Ooh. stick? I just think Ugh. that the, to, the, when Riot bought, Riot bought a developer that made a game called Rising Thunder, which is a, a fighting game right. made by uh, Seth Killian as part of that team. He's the old Capcom guy, so he's a big part of Street Fighter Four. So if you're involved in the fighting game scene at all, he's a he's a big figure. That's like a controller. I mean, that game's meant to be played with a controller or a keyboard. You know, what I mean, like that's a that's a big screen couch kind of game. And that to me, I just it, it, Riot has so much cash. I don't know how that implies how that how you got that A to B to. Oh, I'm not. It's a like pie in the sky thing. I'm not saying okay. that it makes any sense. I just think. If Riot could get into living rooms, can you imagine how bigger, how much bigger their market would? It's already huge, but they could get bigger. So it's like uh, you look at Kodak. What made Kodak one of the most successful companies of the first three quarters of the 20th century is that they bears. essentially is bears. No, that's Kodiak. Oh, uh, uh, it's, it's a Kodiak, Kodiak moment. They said, "Here's Dip. here's the camera for a dollar." So they they sold it at a loss, but they were the only ones you could buy the film from, and so. You know, if you're if a if a pay to play company like you're talking about is going to do that, it needs to be one of these things where like a loss. Yeah, they're gonna sell you know a twenty dollar dongle that you well, connect to the back of your That's what consoles used TV. to be. Consoles used to be sold oh, at a sure. loss. Absolutely. Now they're not. No. Well, uh, the 360 did even for a while. 360 All was consoles tight. except for Nintendo consoles sell at a loss. Yeah. 
Because they make their money back on software licenses. No, 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 no. I'm almost positive the PS4 and Xbox One this generation were sold at cost. I'm almost positive. Sold at I mean, cost. At cost, but not. But that's still. That's not at a loss. Okay, but they never go above. They never the make a profit. The 360 and the PS3 were sold at like a loss. Yes, yeah, the 360. Loss. The Even 360 when it was $600. The PS3 well, was still... because the fucking cell chip was like, yeah. just this whole... When the, when they didn't the make any supply I remember chain. when the 360 came out, that was like, they're taking a huge hit. And it was that. smart, though. I mean, it, put, oh, it, it established them... They did it a year early, and they took a big bath, but... I don't know. I think that... Replaced a lot of CPUs. <laughs> I think that it'd be cool to see a company like Riot, or some another big company, get into the hardware game, because I think now is, is it never been a better time... And to get into the hardware the game. The only thing that's appealing I about that... agree. The only thing that's appealing about that is what you said about replacing the mouse as the primary input because I never want to use a mouse and no. keyboard to play a game ever no. again. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm never going to play Overwatch on PC because I'm just not going to enter that arena. The biggest thing yeah. keeping me... So, so it'll, it'll remember when we did a list of all the games? Yeah, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be at a disadvantage. Remember when we made a list of all the games that we played and I looked back and I realized that half of the games I've played in my life are PC games even though I consider myself a console gamer. Because there was a point where I would play a bunch of PC games, but why I eventually distanced myself from that is that I hated playing with a mouse and keyboard, and I hated playing at a desk. And so if you want to bring PCs into the living room, I think the best way to do that is having strong controller support, and which I think Microsoft really... You know, they, they have issues with the fact that they didn't use Bluetooth with this generation of... of again, console. I know, again. I know. Wait, Bluetooth with what? With their Xbox controllers. With their Xbox controllers. The 360 nor the Xbox One use Bluetooth. Uh, I much prefer the Wi-Fi Direct they use because Bluetooth really? for multiple... You remember when we were playing Helldivers and our controllers desync? Yeah, Because Bluetooth is a, is a bad call. codec for that. Um, but you're right. I but think but it, my, my, my you're point is... Like the dongle situation is Get me an easy way to have a PC that I can plop unobtrusively... That's the other thing is people don't want it to take a ton of space... You know, no, you gotta plop your PC I'm everywhere. Gonna, I'm gonna plop my plop PC. Plop that PC right yeah. on the table. Pop and lock it. Um, that they can just stick in their living room and turn it on and have it seamlessly connect, and you can sit on your couch and you can play with a controller. You then just, you're good to go. But we just described what we just described was a console, right? So I, I don't know if the consoles are gonna go. It's away. it's it's the platform. It's how open the platform is, right? Because I mean, as much as I use a Mac and have an iPhone, like. I hate Apple's ecosystem. There are parts of having a closed platform that are not advantageous that I have to wait longer for innovation because all the innovation has to go through Apple as opposed to whoever wants to create it. That's why, you know, I just got the fucking Flux thing that they put with iOS 9.3 because 9.3 just came out yesterday. Wait, 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 Flux is now on. It's their Flux. It's called Night Shift, but it does the same exact thing. So I can update right now? Yeah. Nerds. But... Like, but like that's shitty. Like, I agree. That's why I got an Android phone a long time ago. <laughs> yes, but that's so why I, I boot camp my Mac. Yeah, but there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of things that you know. Like I said, like with the VR space, which is kind of how I got to the conversation is that I think for new mediums of interaction, a I think that games and consoles have been around long enough now that you see the PC. People are familiar with these these stores, these inter, like buying games, whatever. Yes. But I think with VR, I think having a, I think. The PlayStation VR is just more appealing to me than the Oculus because I know out of the box, even if I buy four games for it, I know they're all going to work and I'm not going to have to... You can play all your current games in VR. 
That's true. It, it's just that TV, you just sit in a fake that's, VR that's room. That's too weird to me. I don't know. That's I, I, cool. I'd try it out. I would I, do it. I'd watch Netflix I'd play and VR like, on, a, on a giant screen. Like, I'm going to bring, uh, once I get my Samsung, it's not giant, though. The, the Gear VR that they're sending to me. Like to you it is. I'll take it on planes so I can watch Netflix on a plane and not have to worry about seeing anybody else or you mean so you can watch your porn on the play you're around friends here you can be honest absolutely dan like slumped in his chair just like (laughs) staring into the ceiling (laughs) he's drooling (laughs) stewart i just i I picture you guys if you guys i talked to somebody about this the other day the episode of south park (laughs) is where they go with the vr and then they show show carmen he's like got the oculus on and it's just he's like tilted back and he's just drooling Oh, it's an amazing episode. You guys need to watch it. I just, I think that the VR is going to be such an, a, a weird space at first. And I think them being at a cost, it's like affordable. So wait, I like, wait, 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 um, sorry. <laughs> oh, shut up, Alex. <laughs> Did you guys see the thing recently? Maybe you sent this to me. I'm not sure. Uh, of the incredibly accurate uh, AR-15 in-game. It's um, an AR-15. AR-15 is a... Uh, oh, it's a gun. It's an assault rifle. It's a, I, felt, I felt like it was going to be a gun. It's an assault rifle. I thought it was an airplane or a gun. So, <laughs> no, knowing Alex, that, it's either an airplane or a gun. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think this is cool. I think this is where it's broaching the to- a topic that we need to, as a collective entertainment medium, need to discuss. Like, when you have a really, really, really realistic firearm in a gun, and you have controllers that make it feel like you're using this firearm. How's it going to affect things psychologically right. for people? Yeah. If no, they're going to sure. feel like killers... Is that what you're saying? I yeah. mean, it, it... Well, so, like, look at... Um, and this is... I, I still have a hard time believing this, but it, it, it's been written about so much that I have to. When when Avatar first came out, and it was... The Last Airbender? The Last Airbender. No, not The Last Airbender. Blue People? When it was... Uh, there were people that would go watch it six, seven, eight, nine, ten times because it was the most real and connected they'd felt to a world because it was the first real movie to use 3D in a compelling way. Um, compelling in quotes. I haven't seen Avatars. So I can't comment on it. It's, but, it's but po- I do it's, know... It was a movie. It's Pocahontas. Right. But, but it, there was... cool in theaters, there, But there are a lot of people who... My dad was I mean, there's a reason it. it was the most selling movie is there were these people that would... They felt, they felt that they were really in this world. And uh, so a girl who worked for me, actually, was one of these people. And, and she was kind of an odd duck to begin with. Um, but, but man, it was, it was like you'd talk to someone who had just dropped acid and they went to a different world. And now they, from that point forward, they were going to be living at least partially in that little world in their head because there's no going back. And, and I have to think with this, with VR, they're going to be, someone's going to make that app that, that puts people into, into a headspace where it changes I mean, I know even just with regular games, there are certain games that you can get so engrossed in. Um, like when when a new GTA game comes out and you just binge play that, and then you're driving around the street and and you're like, man, I could just I could fly down Dude, the street. After, I, I, saw, after I saw Mad Max um, and drove home from Mad Max, yeah, like, my friend said I was even more aggressive than I usually am, which is terrifying. Which is terrifying. Uh, I never had know. that happen. I had it when but, Assassin's Creed came out that I'd be like, I could climb that yeah, building. Yeah, and so, <laughs> so these missing scrambling on the side of a building into like these headspaces. Ones. What's yeah. it going to be like when you? literally have no distractions keeping you from feeling like you're not in this headspace. Um, yeah. And and I, you know, well, I think that, that's a valid point. Well, that's why they're having so much difficulty with communicating locomotion because since there's there's enough detachment where people are just vomiting horrendously. Yeah, yeah, you seen the little kid ch- fall over? No. The little, little kid falls over. <laughs> okay. But like for yeah. a lot of these games, like the way you, you move is you just teleport. 
but you don't you think point that to a space and you move there? I think it's something that mm, needs to be tackled. But it's the, it's the same fears that I think comes about whenever there's a new media. Oh, absolutely. Media. You know what I mean? And I think I think this is definitely we're, we're we're that much closer to it. You know, but I I also think that we're always going to be afraid of the new. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying and it's you, always the next generation is always going to be afraid. Yeah, of it. yeah, it's something corrupting our children. No, I'm not, think I'm it's not something saying, to be afraid of. Yeah. but it's something we need to be talking about because it's right. going to be something that comes up. Um, and it's going to be something that affects us as a culture. Yeah. It's, 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 I'm just way. waiting for Palmer Lucky to say VR is more popular than Jesus, and everyone's going to throw their headsets into a big pile and light them on fire. No, no we're going to throw the Bibles into oh! a pile and keep the VR headsets. <laughs> but I think it is something that... No, we're going to be sitting in a chair drooling out of our mouth with a headset on our eyes because no one's going to go do anything in real life anymore. That's fine. <laughs> but isn't... And I think the one thing that bums me out about the the VR kind of movement and what makes me excited about the other stuff that's happening, I think that like split screen gaming's made a bigger comeback. <laughs> and hey, um, and I think that you're seeing kind of a resurgence in the popularity of, and maybe it's just the circles I'm in now, but like I feel like board games are kind of uh, popular again, and, and people kind of want and, and escape rooms, and, and people want to get out and do more stuff because I think collaboratively they, experiential. Ex- uh, experiences. Well, thank God you guys are XDs. Yeah, yeah that's pretty. We sweet. have to say experience at least five times a day, or uh, Andrew Doxus letter grade, or we have to say uh, empathy. Yeah, empathy. Yeah, yeah. human centered design. <laughs> Not master's candidate. No, empathy. that was when we were in Bob. That's done now. Yeah. So <laughs> never again. You can't believe whenever when I I think I'm linked with both both. Alex and Dan on on LinkedIn. Mine only says Masters Candidate because Alex has said it. Yeah. yeah. So now all my suggested connections are <laughs> Masters Candidates and Branson. I was like, fucking goddamn it. Yep. Welcome, welcome to the welcome, welcome to the, the show. Club. Yep. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Welcome to this show. That's Buckle the uh, phrase up. we use. All right. Um, I need to head out. Okay. Because Wendy's starving in her apartment. Uh, untie her from the radiator and let her get food. Exactly what I thought. I thought of her just being like trapped in the apartment. Like, I have to go feed her. I'm not touching that. Still one. haven't given water to the cats. Give water to the cat and uh, start an alley. Wendy, and... if you're hearing this, we're going to send help. It's okay. Her, her, her last two. The last two texts say, "I'm having fun. Don't worry." But says, "But hurry." <laughs> That sounds different than never That's mind. That's some serious Stockholm syndrome you got. Well, uh, you know, I do what right, I can. Dan, <laughs> You're an experienced designer. I am. You're gonna be in LA this summer. I Dylan, Dylan Elvento dot dot gov. Dot itl. Sorry. Um, Dylan, you're gonna you're gonna be, gonna uh, be making here. games. Uh, and we we didn't tell you guys that I think that Dylan and I are, are trying to make a game. Yeah. This summer that we're gonna try to release at the end of summer for we're gonna try to sell something. Fuck yeah! So nice. Um, be right in time for that October challenge. Is it? Is it the October challenge where it's like sell, make something and sell it for? Right. Yeah, I kind of want to do it before we, we go oh, back right. to school. Right. 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 Uh, so that's something that I said. So now it has to be real. Okay. Uh, and then you guys, you and Alex are gonna be in. Pittsburgh. We'll, we'll be in. Yeah, we'll be in Pittsburgh. We gotta find a place to live. Alex. AlexRice.com. Dot net. Mm-hmm. Dot com hey, did take. you check for dot com? Dot com taken? It's right. still taken. I check periodically. Uh, and I'm Mason Brown. Was, and you can find me at lemonparty.com. MasonBrown.me. Ward Dash Games. Uh, listen to the Will Blanton podcast. Not, we, but not this one. Uh, oh, well, you, I assume if you're at this point, you've listened to this one. 
The last week's peaks online Arbo uh, is closer than it's ever been. Uh-huh. I, I saw Sean Harrington the other day, actually. Yeah. I was walking. Tell him I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, uh, Dylan, sorry, and Arbo is coming soon. So, in that, we can send it to Kirby Martin as well. Uh, other than that, thank you for listening to the Word Podcast. Goodbye.